thanks, Lord, for giving us an opportunity, Lord, to sing to you and praise you, Lord Jesus, and for, for reminding us, Lord, of that hope, that peace, and the salvation that you've provided for us, Lord Jesus. And we'd like to ask you, Lord, to bless and multiply the tithes and the offerings, Lord, and also to now, Lord, help us, Lord, to focus and meditate on your word, Lord, that's going to be given to us, Lord, a treasure, Lord, sent from above, Lord. Uh, pouring down and filling our, our our cups, Lord Jesus. And we just thank you for that, Lord. And we ask this all in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I'm going to get pass up. Let's continue praising the Lord. Amen, hermanos. Que Dios los bendiga mucho, hermanos. Amen. God bless everyone. Se pueden sentar, hermanos. Y'all may be seated. All the musicians also. I don't know how many of y'all really enjoyed the weather here this evening coming to church. It was beautiful. Uh, I think I saw on my temperature, it was about 70 degrees, 60-something degrees. But um, I want to be a person that doesn't complain about, by myself complaining about stuff. I was talking to somebody today that was from Pennsylvania, and they had negative 20 degrees. So I kind of want to thank God for the little things. Amen. I want to find myself thanking him. Um, this message is really important, brothers and sisters, because uh, the word of God has um, revelation for us in our lives. I'd like for us all to repeat this saying, even though this is not about me, this still can be for me. Okay, we'll say it again. Even though this is not about me, aunque esto no es de mí, puede ser para mí. Even though this is not about me, this still can be for me, amen? I think a lot of the times we tune out stuff if it's not relatable to something we're either going through uh, right now or we've been through. But sometimes we look at a map, not to see the places we've been, but to see the places we want to go to. And knowing that one day we may encounter these places. Muchas veces, hermanos, estamos en diferentes puntos en nuestras vidas que no sabemos si la palabra de Dios está hablándonos en algo hoy o algo que ha pasado o algo que va a pasar. Pero tenemos la fe, tenemos la esperanza, si estamos pagando atención que Dios tiene palabra para nosotros. Aunque no te está diciendo tu nombre, no te está llamando claramente a ti, todavía puede ser para ti. Esta noche vamos a hablar de algo personal, podemos decir. Look at the title of the message. Estimado, esteemed. The definition of esteemed is respect, admire, value, regard, acclaim, appreciate, like a prize, treasure, favor, revere. This is an example. Such ceramics are highly esteemed. Esteem has so much message to just the word. 
Estimado tiene tanto valor, tanto peso en la palabra uh, Que le ponen diferentes cosas con ella En inglés le dicen self-esteem You heard that one before? Your self-esteem? So we understand about self-esteem and some of the diagnosis that encounter with low self-esteem. Low self-esteem may lead to mental health issues such as anxiety, depression, sometimes with tragic results. What causes low self-esteem, it says? The effects can be related to a lifelong struggle. Your self-esteem, how do you see yourself? Because how you see yourself is how you see God. Como te miras en el espejo... Y como te miras en tu vida, lo que tienes, lo que te ha pasado, lo que no puedes hacer, el pensamiento que tienes que no puedes, como se dice, mejorar algo, no, no estás sabio en algo, te crees, no tienes el depresión que viene, anxiety, ansiedad, viene. Como lo miramos, como creemos que somos, pero no estamos yendo a nosotros como Dios los mira a nosotros. Y la palabra de Dios dice que, pues vamos a leer aquí. If we turn to Genesis y vamos para Genesis 1:27. Y crió Dios al hombre a su qué? A su imagen, a imagen de Dios, varón y hembra los creó. Y creó Dios al hombre a su imagen. ¿Cómo nosotros podemos vernos, creemos, creer que no somos suficientes? Si el Señor es perfecto, el Señor no lo pide nadie a, a algo no lo dice hey voy a hacer eso no pregunta nada es perfecto en lo que hace es más sabio que todos y los creó nosotros en su imagen if God is powerful God is mighty God is strong God is everything how can we question our self esteem or our value when we were created in his image The problem is, is that the devil, right when we're born, begins to rob us of what? Our image. Begins to rob us of what? Our esteem. Our, our value. And the more we get on us, the more sin that's on us, the more weight that's on us, is the less that we seek out our original image that we were created in. El diablo quiere quitarte tu imagen. Te quiere quitar tu imagen. ¿Cuántos creen eso? Cuando naces, te quiere quitar tu imagen. Por eso hay familias que se divorcian. Hay, 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 hay peligro. 
para niños hay cosas pasando en esta vida porque el diablo tiene el intento para robarte tu imagen no es porque Dios quiere estas cosas porque tenemos, tenemos un enemigo y tiene propósito so our image is very important and like I said when we look in the mirror we must desire to see ourselves as he sees us. Most will say, how does he see us? We don't know that sometimes. What I think is pretty amazing is, is historically people in this world, like Thomas Edison. Anybody know Thomas Edison? Who is Thomas Edison? Amen. Thank you for the two. The rest of you need to go back into the history. Thomas Edison created the libel. Does anybody know that he was kicked out of school at the age of... He was only in school for three months. And his teacher told him that he was intellectually disabled. His mom was a teacher and taught him at home. This is the man that created the light bulb. Now, he made a decision through those years that his mom was teaching him that he could have stayed to listening to the teacher that told him at school that he was not going to be anything or the love that was at home pushing him to be everything that he could be. Muchas veces, hermanos, estamos oyendo el ruido del mundo, lo que el mundo te dice que eres. Esto eres tú, no, no, estás, no estás bien sabia, no puedes hablar bien, no puedes decir que, qué vas a manejar tú, ¿Qué, qué tienes esto, qué tienes esto. Y estamos oyendo que rido de, de personas, de, de, de cosas que no los ama a nosotros. Pero si vamos a la palabra de Dios, podemos ver a alguien que los amó tanto, tanto. See, we're too busy listening to people that don't love us and dictating how they, we see ourselves. That's the problem right there. You look in the mirror and you're, you're, you're relating yourself to the world and, and God wants us to look at ourselves differently, amen? How many of us want to look to ourselves differently? If we could turn to 1 Samuel 16:1, Si podemos voltar, hermanos, para 1 Samuel 16, 1, amen? God bless the kids. The kids may be dismissed. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long will it thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? So we're going to read here the story of David. David, David. Everybody remember David? Everybody know David? Who knows David? Anybody know David? If you don't, the classes are leaving right now. David's a very important person in the Bible. But the story of David is, is what's impressive here is that we see here that God's going to be working on two individuals when it comes to talking about self-esteem here. He's going to be talking to the prophet, which is Samuel, 
And he's going to also be talking to something that David struggled with. So we begin to read here, the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill thy throne with oil and go. I will send thee to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I, am, for, for I have provided me a king among his sons. Pretty, pretty simple, simple information here, right? God tells Samuel, why are you struggling with knowing that I have, I'm done with Saul? You're still holding on to Saul? I'm sending you to a podunk town, probably nothing ever come good out of Bethlehem at that time, to go meet a family named Jesse. I just need you to take some oil and, and go. And we see here in verse 2, and Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hear it, he will kill me. Again, we're, we're, t- we're talking about two individuals here. We're talking about Samuel first, and then we're going to talk about David. But Samuel here is struggling. He's hearing from God. He's done great things with God. He sees God's mighty hand. But fear has come over Samuel. Because guess what? Saul's not the anointed one anymore. Samuel kind of lost a little bit of his strength. Estamos leyendo aquí, hermanos, que Samuel... El Señor lo dijo a Samuel que necesitaba ir y buscar a, ¿cómo se dice? Jesse? Jesús? ¿Cómo? Isaí. Y no quiso Samuel porque dijo, si, si, si Saúl aprende de esto, me va, me va a querer matar. Y el Señor lo estaba diciendo a Samuel, no estaba pensando que el Señor, quien era el Señor. Ya no estaba perdiendo a Samuel su imagen. See, Samuel had lost his image there, his identity a little bit. He was like, it was hearing from God, but he was more afraid of who? Man. There's times that we hear from God, we hear a message, we hear a word from God, and fear comes over us because we fear what that message is going to do to man. Connections around us. Hay veces, hermanos, que tememos más lo, el efecto que va a tener tu palabra con algo humano más que algo espiritual de él. En lo que lo, en, en lo, que lo dio, lo dijo que era el Señor. We keep on reading here in Samuel. Samuel said, how can I go with Saul here? He will kill me. And the Lord said, take a heifer with thee and say, I am come to sacrifice to the Lord. He says, don't worry about this. Take this. You're going to sacrifice to the Lord. So go. So verse 3. And call Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show thee what thou shalt do. Now, now tell me this. You think at any point God was wanting Samuel to be in danger? You can see here God had a plan for Samuel. Before the fear. But there's so many times we still come to God with the fear. Not saying, okay, God, I'll go. I know you've got my path figured out. Fear comes over us because of our image, our esteem, our value that we forget that we have towards God. We think we're just pawns. We think we could just be wasted. We're not pawns. We're not going to be wasted. We're precious. We're precious to him. 
Oh, each one of y'all is so precious to him. We are so precious to him. So he has, he has it figured out for Samuel. And, and verse 4. And Samuel did, what the, what, which, did that which the Lord spoke and came to Bethlehem. Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, come and sell peacefully. Now listen to this. Now Samuel doesn't tremble when God tells him to do something. But the people that he's going to tremble when he shows up. There's big, it, there's big loss of identity here, isn't there? You, you, you're not following it here. See, Samuel just said, yes, Lord, I'll go. Right? But Samuel was losing some image because all the mess that Saul was in. Oh, you, you, some of y'all ain't ready for this. You, you didn't drink your cappuccino. You didn't, you're, you're, you need to catch it on the podcast, I guess. Sometimes what's around you causes you not to see clearly. The mess that was Saul was causing Samuel not to see clearly. kind of see, but I don't see. People were afraid when he showed up. Because they were like, when he shows up, things happen. And we forget that authority that God has given us. Because sometimes the chaos that's around us. Help us, God, to see this tonight. And he said, peaceably I am come to sacrifice unto the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons. Now this is really important. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons. You would think that sons means that everybody's there, right? And called them to the sacrifice. And it came to pass when they were come that he looked at Elab and said, surely the Lord's anointed this before him. See, because his mission was to go meet Jesse's sons and he was going to anoint the next king of Israel. Right? Right? We know the story. We've read it multiple times. And we see here that the first one he sees, he sees Elab and he's like, oh man. This has to be the one God's talking about. His biceps have biceps. He's a handsome fellow. But, verse 7, but the Lord said unto Samuel, look, look Samuel, I'm going to teach you something right now. Your esteem was pretty low because you didn't even know who you were when I told you to go do what you needed to do. Remember, you're my prophet. You're not Saul's prophet. Let's just get that out of the way. But now that we're going to start talking about what you see, see, you see here, I see here. See, you see with your eyes, I see beyond the outer. Samuel's going to learn something very valuable that he should have seen within himself. And God's, man, God's perfect, isn't he? Two stone, or two birds with one stone, huh? Boom, boom. We all thought this was a story about David, but it was a story about Samuel. And what God could show Samuel about him. So we read here, verse 8. And Jesse called Abinab 
Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, neither hath the Lord chosen this. So now, so <laughs> I like that because before it was like, before you could hear the thoughts of Samuel, right? And Samuel was like, oh, this got to be the guy right here. This is the guy God wants. And you don't hear that this time, do you? Oh, come on. You guys don't want to have fun tonight, do you? It's all, it's all serious. Look at this. Look at how beautiful. I love the Bible. See, you guys don't read the Bible the way I read the Bible. The Bible's crazy for me. I read it and I'm like, it's funny how this time he didn't say like he said the last time where he got corrected. He's like, I ain't saying nothing no more. I'm going to wait for God to say something. Verse 9. And then Jesse made Shammah to pass. And he said, neither hath the Lord chosen this. And again, Jesse made, the, made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. And Samuel said, with Jesse, unto Jesse, the Lord had not chosen thee. So this has to be pretty confusing now for Samuel, not for Jesse. Jesse didn't have the mission. Samuel did. Samuel's like, what's going on here? What? Are you wasting my time? What were you showing me, God? Wait, wait, did you take me on a wild goose chase, God? But the problem was that God was about to show Samuel something very important. And we see here in verse 11. And Samuel said to Jesse, are, are here all thy children? And he said, there remaineth yet the youngest. Well, I didn't understand. At the very beginning, I thought I told you to bring your sons. Did I say it wrong? Did I say all, including the runt? Yet, David wasn't invited. And here we start to learn about David's struggle. The struggle he carried until his death. The esteem of his father, his own father. Didn't consider him. What kind of mental issues did David carry? And we read them in the books of Psalms. But see, David, being a child, he found something special in the field. He found communication. He saw God's creation. He found the silence of the hills. He found the trust of what God guided him with. And he started becoming a king in the field. I'm amazed by that. This, you know, I kind of just put this one in here thinking of self-esteem. What kind of self-esteem did David have had? Not even being wanted by his father to come. You read it any way you want. You can go into it and say, ah, you know, the Bible's mistaken here. But you start to see a lot of connection. And yet we're here and we're all carrying something. All of us here are carrying sometimes hurt when we were on call to suffer. 
when we were forgotten. You ever hear the stories? You hear the stories like, uh, all right, so-and-so here. Mom, Dad, we left so-and-so at the store. <laughs> Who's done it here? Nobody's going to admit to it. Richard? No. <laughs> Did you, Richard? It's easy to do sometimes. It's easy to do sometimes. Could you imagine the importance of this invitation being forgotten? Almost being summoned by God. If we turn here to Romans 5, 8. God bless Brother Lorenzo for translating. I believe you're translating in Spanish. That's all. God bless those listening to mas Dios encarece su cari caridad para con nosotros porque siendo aún pecadores Cristo murió por nosotros we're going to see here God's love, but God commandeth. Wow, I like that. We see, we always hear command, commandments. We think that God's, oh, here we go again, another rule. Ten command, oh, thou shall not. What a beautiful commandment. Oh, he commanded love to us. He said, but God commandeth his love toward us. This is powerful. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We were not good, and he saw us as good. Some of us were hopeless, and he saw what his hope could do. Some of us were raised in situations maybe similar to David. We weren't instilled with love. That's all right. As you look at David, David was shaped. He was formed, but he trusted in God. There was a moment in his life where he says, I've got to let go of this pain with my father and my brothers. Begin reading the story of David and his brothers didn't know him. He was an annoyance to them. You say, well, that's kind of normal, right? Siblings? Not to this extent. That all David could do was trust in what God had done for him. First John 4 19, amen. Nosotros le amamos a él. Porque Él nos amó primero. We love Him because He loved us. See, the struggle is, is with the identity. Because the moment we start to lose identity, we start to just think more about the struggle. What is Saul going to do? When we lose 
the love from him. See, you, you thought I was going to say that then we lose our love to him. Because see, the love to him is, you know, we got to get there. But we can't lose the love from him. It's beautiful to see brothers and sisters that develop to loving him. But there's some that learned how to love him, but don't know how to be loved by him. And this is where the struggle's at because this is where the value that we put in ourselves is lesson. The moment we understand his love for us and his hope for us and his desire for us and for our family, we can't do nothing but love him. Appreciate him. And Samuel had to be reminded that. Samuel, really? I think I want you to die just because Saul's done? You've been faithful. On this trip, you're going to learn. You're going to understand. I'm not done with you yet, Samuel. You're going to be there with David still and help David out. I need you. I need, to un- I need you to understand that I love you. Because you forgot that. You forgot that I loved you. Because the first thing you said is, what is Saul going to do to me? And I have to remind you, that he ain't going to do nothing. Because I love you. Galatians 2.20, amen? I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Con Cristo estoy juntamente crucificado. Y vivo no ya yo, mas vive Cristo en mí. Y lo que ahora vivo en la carne, lo vivo en la fe del Hijo de Dios, el cual me amó y se entregó a sí mismo por mí. Have we become cold? Have we become cold? Has has this walk made us cold in understanding that? We we sometimes come here and our our faith is tested through life and, and, and we forget, like Samuel forgot. We forget that God's got a plan. God's got an exit. You forgot that God is the God of the mountain. But he's also the God in the valley. And we begin to get discouraged. Some of us get discouraged because we're not taking and applying what we're learning. Sometimes we don't apply what we learn because we fail to see what he sees in us. The value. The precious value. So we devalue ourselves. By saying, ah, oh, 
I know, I know, I know we, we said this. I know we went over this. I know we read it in the word, but when we begin to change what God is shaping us and forming us into the perfect image of him. And it's discouraging, brothers and sisters, when we start to see our self-esteem. And, 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 and you can tell a lot. I mean, how, how many of y'all, what are some signs of self-esteem struggles? Let's just talk about a couple. You ever meet somebody and they tell you more about what they do than caring about what you need? You need an example to that? Some of y'all may not understood that. They'll tell you accomplishments in their life more than servitude that they could help you with. Usually when we begin to live our life that way and say this, I did this, I did that, I'm this, I that, I'm, I was able to do this, I did this with limited this, the walls, they don't see the hurt inside. You can't get to, and you, and, you, and you deal with them. We deal with them in different things in life, at work, at, many of you have experienced these things. Many of you struggle with these things. We got to start seeing ourselves like God sees us. The value that we have to him is the value that we must show in ourselves, that we're confident in silence. If we turn to Zephaniah, Zephaniah, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. How many can say amen to that? He will save. How many can say amen to that? He will rejoice over thee with joy. How many can say amen to that? He will rest in his love. How many can say amen to that? He will joy over thee with singing. We see here, Jehová en medio de ti poderoso, el salvará, gozar, gozarse sobre ti con alegría, callará de amor, se regocijará sobre ti con cantar. I want to, I, I, I want to fulfill God's image of me. Oh, he sees me. But we start to, we start to listen to the enemy that defines us in things and say, oh, you messed up today. Oh, you remember when you said that? You remember when you did that? Caught you on that. I can't even be here today with that. You cut that person off driving to church. How do you feel about that? How's your image now? How'd you talk to so-and-so just a little while ago? How's your image, huh? And we start to get a little down, don't we? Instead of saying, you're, you're right, devil. I'm so glad I'm here. Because <laughs> if anything's going to change me, it's the word of God that's going to change me. See, see, we got to ask for God's wisdom on how to speak back. 
to the noise. See, a lot of the times we get so discouraged that when we get here, we believe there's nothing here to gain. So we're, 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 the, the, the joy's not here, the, the, the rejoicing's not here, the hope's not here. We, we're, we're discouraged because of something. We're discouraged. We found something. We're holding on to something. Something at work, something at home, something in life, something in health. Something's discouraging us to a point that we've lost God's love for us. I don't know about that, you know. Just think about it for a second. Just think about it logically. If whatever is priority right now, rejoicing in God, it's not allowing you to rejoice in God. If it's, if it's a struggle, if it's whatever it is, if it's something that just, you're, you're, it's a burden, you've made it stronger than God's love for you. Because see, God's love can overtake anything. God's love will get anywhere. It'll get in voids, it'll get in depths, it'll get in crevices, it'll get in darknesses. God's love will go. It will go. But the moment we say, God, uh-uh, this right here, this what happened today, this offense, offense this, this struggle, this, this, this is right here. I'm holding you back right now. This, I, I'm just going to agree. I'm going to nod every once in a while saying amen just to, so people, you know, will Make sure I'm alive still here. That's not what God's asking for. God's asking for, for, for you to inspire. For God's asking for, 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 for you to, to, to be something different in 2018. Amen. Some of us are still bringing 2017, 2016, 2015, and beyond that into this year. The way we hope, the way we believe, the way we we we're we're, we're stimulated, the way we're, we're we're our fire. You know that's why I mentioned that. You know some of us we don't even come here with with an altar, believing that God can send the fire, because we're already seeing the brokenness. I'm too broke to be fixed. Twenty seventeen proved it. And God's like, you don't know my love, do you? You're here in 2018 because of my love, because of my mercy, because of my grace. You don't know all the things that were stopped. You don't know all the accidents. You don't know all the things. So you could just hear this word about how much love I have for you and how you should see yourself. I don't care how you see how your dad saw you. I don't care how you see how your mom saw you. I don't care how you see how your brother saw you, how, how you think your husband sees you, your wife sees you. I don't care. I need you to see how I see you. The moment you see how I see you is the moment that you'll be inspired to stand in front of a giant. Self-esteem issues. David goes to visit his brothers, right? Takes him some food. We've, we, we, we read this last year. Brothers are like, what are you doing here? Don't even care about the food, right? What are you doing here? Go away. That have been, I, I think who the are like Mexicanos. Back to death. What you doing here? You're going to get in trouble. He's like, you know, what's going on here? That's the Mexicano part right there. What's going on here? His brother gets on him. David ignores his brother and goes to someone else. So what's going on here? 
That really showed you didn't make Mexicanos, huh? What? Who? Who said that? Everybody in the crowd is scared. Except the one God started creating because of self-esteem issues in the fields. He goes, nah. Nah, ain't nobody going to say that to my God who was in the field with me. Who, when I was crying to him, consoled me. Who, when my father didn't even care on cold nights to send a brother maybe to go check up on me. To see if a lion had killed me. So we see David, right? David goes up to the king. It's pretty amazing how, 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 how confidence can take you from a circle of unknowns and unreliables. How confidence can take you to a circle of fearful, terrified people, discouraged people. How confidence in God can take you to this, to being in front of the king. Saul's there and he goes, what's this? Who is this? David tells him who he is. He doesn't say, oh, you know, well, I'm just a dad forgets me all the time. He's, you be my daddy. Are you my daddy? No. He goes, let me tell you a story. I had the lion come at me. And God protected me. I had beasts come after me. And God protected me. And God will do it again. We start to see the boy starting to let go of the struggle. It's hurt. We go back to Moses. Same struggle. The abandonment, the identity crisis, not knowing that God out of everyone, God could have picked someone from his people, but he picked someone that needed to see his love for him. Moses, some of us here, we're, we're needing this identity check. We're needing to, to see this love from God. And God, I know you died for my sins. I know you, but, but God, I know you created me here. I know these verses that he's reading tonight, God, but do I know them? I see the mental issues with Moses. I see the mental issues with David. And then, we, and then we see somebody, a difference here. We see Jacob. How many of y'all know Jacob? Do I just need to say soup? We see Jacob. We see Jacob. And Jacob, wasn't, Jacob didn't have an esteem problem. Jacob was ambitious. And there's a difference between low self-esteem and somebody that esteems himself more than what God had purpose for them at the moment. And he's deceitful. Some of us, we love ourselves too much that we don't let God correct our path. 
We say, oh, I, I know, God, I know, I know you had this plan for me, but you know what? I, it's just taking too long. Let me just go to the source. God said, I knew there was something wrong with you, Jacob, when you grabbed your, your brother's heel of his foot when you were being born. I knew I was going to have problems with you, but that's all right. Because I'm going to take you the long way. And some of us are on that long way journey, but we're on the journey. Some of us, we had the battle with the angel in the wilderness. Bless me. We went, we saw a Jacob. We saw a Jacob. We saw a Jacob. You ain't even hearing this right now. You, you ain't even catching this right now. Some of y'all wish, I just wish you could, I wish you could see it the way I see it because you ain't even catching. We see a Jacob that, that's deceiving his brother for a blessing into a Jacob that's fighting for his blessing in the wilderness. Who are you? Where are you today? Where is your self-esteem telling you that you need to do it? Which way are you having to do it right now? Jacob, hip dislodged and everything, but the angel feels inside of his hip and says, what in the world? What is your name? Bless me. Because I've been on this journey and I know why I'm on this journey. Bless me. God, help us to see how simple you've called us to be, God, that we don't have to sugarcoat. We don't have to try to make us something that you don't see us as, God. We're perfect in your eyes, God. The struggle we're in, we're perfect in your eyes right now, God. I know Samuel struggled, God, but if he would have just seen the love you had for him, I know David struggled, but if he would have just continued seeing it, he wouldn't have fallen into the struggle. First John 3, 1, amen? Mirar cual amor nos ha dado el Padre, que seamos llamados hijos de qué? De Dios. Por esto el mundo no nos conoce porque no él conoce no le conoce a él. No lo conoce a él. Now, again, okay, not a new verse, right? We know this. This is a song. Mira cual amor, right? We sing it and we sometimes don't get it. Behold, one manner of love. Let's just take this in segments. The Father has bestowed upon us. Let's just stay there. Look at this love that God has bestowed upon us. Some of us, we still, we don't know what that means. This love is put on you. Are you wearing this love right now? Oh, don't get religious with me right now and saying, well, yeah, I'm, I'm a Christian. No, 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 that's not what he's asking you here. Are you wearing is it on you? He's bestowed this on you. Have you accepted it? I don't want to get into the details of, ah, oh, you know what? Well, I still struggle in this. And that, 
This is going to happen once you start to see who you are. These changes start to happen. Some of these changes aren't happening because you're still seeing yourself. How your father saw you, your mother saw you. Not how God saw you. For the creation of time. Imagine that. I loved you before. You were even a thought. It's beautiful. It says right there. Put that verse back up. Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed on you. Let's look at that. What manner of love is we gotta, we got to get to that, right? But then he says, once you understand this love that I put on you, then your identity is clear that I am your father and you are my children. You don't, you see, you, 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 you go through the uh, child of God. I'm a child of God. But you don't know about the love that's on you. And the devil comes quickly and reminds you, you ain't no child of God. Look at you. Look at the way you were. You went through this stuff. You did these type of things. You're there still. And you're, you're still weak. You still. You, did you even read your Bible? Did you? This and this. Well, look at you. You're, there you go again. Stuff. There you go. Hoping on this. Thinking of this. Doing that. This and that. Right? And you're like, who am I again? Because ain't nothing on you. When you take a step back and you say, okay, hold on a second here. Adam, 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 where are you? Adam, Eve, where are you? Adam, Eve, where are you at? They're hiding, right? They're hiding, right? They, they break the lamp in the living room or something, they're hiding like they did something, right? And God says, come out, what are you hiding for? Because we're naked. Well, how do you know you're naked? You know, you think you told me to do, I did, I did. Okay, okay, you did that thing, right? Okay, let me, what? Clothes. Clothed you with what? Mercy. Because I could have killed you. I could have just wiped you. We could have hit the reset button. Let's start this thing over. Maybe this next group of people that come out will listen to me right now. Mercy. Mercy was put on us. Love was put on us. Once we understand mercy and love that's put on us, that we weren't just wiped out. We have had an opportunity to hear the precious words of God. Now. We can go to the next part of the verse. And it says. Sorry, I got to stop. <laughs> if you see Brother Anthony up there, he's got toes up on the tables. He's trying to do everything. God bless that brother. That we should be called sons of God, children of God. Amen. Now listen to this. Listen to this because this, I like this. This is where you, you start to understand the identity. See, right now, right now you see something's put on you, mercy's put on you, love's put on you. You got to take it. Why you got to be more, why, why you got to be so prideful and just, I don't want it. Take it. I don't know. I don't need it. I'm strong. Ever since I was a kid, 
We're a different type of David, right? I was in the fields. I did all these things. I'm strong. Not David. David was like, I found something when I was rejected. I found something when I wasn't loved. It don't matter what age you are. You're still a David. I remember when God replaced hurt that was in me. I remember when God showed me what he could do with the hurt that was in me. What we see here, it says, therefore, the world isn't going to know you. Okay. Okay, I'm not so clear on that, God. So you're bestowing love on me. I'm now a child if I receive it. But the world hasn't received it. That's why they don't know. So here's where we start to ask ourselves, where are we at if we're not receiving it? Are we more of the world? Some of of y'all, happy birthday to Karen. God bless Sister Karen, amen? Sister Karen is a, you know, I was just thinking about that right now. I I don't think Sister Karen, I don't think Sister Karen would reject any presents from y'all. So get her presents. But Sister Karen, awesome sister. Always considerate of people. Velma's closer, Margie's closer. You guys know Liz, you all know how Karen has a big heart, Amen. There's some of us that no, 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 no. I don't, I don't, no, no, I don't need it. I don't, I don't need. I don't, no, I'm strong enough. The world has made us this way, cold, and we can't receive the love, and we cannot receive in this Father. asking you how you feel. He's saying, still the love of the Father. And we keep on reading here. The world, what does it say here? Let's read it. Therefore the world knoweth us not. So the world doesn't know where this love, what are all this love? What are you going to church for? Crazy. What a waste of time. People will say, don't know about it. I don't know what Richard carried as a kid, carried the struggle. I don't know what he's been through, that he found in God, that he experienced his struggles. Out of the world and with God, he's experienced it, but he knows with God he's been able to handle it. Don't get it. God, he saw a heart was willing to put away addictions, struggles, regrets, and say, I leave it all for you, Jesus. And I call you son. And you call me father, he said. The world won't understand this because they didn't understand the love. You did. You did. You understand that love, that love got you here tonight. That love motivates you. I don't care what people think. I don't care how people criticize me. What they can think of me that 
I'm brainwashed or anything. I find something here that heals me every time. A word from him that reminds me of his love for me. The world does not know this because they did not know him. First John 4, 8, amen? El que no ama, no conoce a Dios porque Dios es amor. And this is something that, speaking internally, you know, we can't just take this and just say, well, I got to go love you know, I gotta go love my coworker and bypass the brotherhood. The word of God talks about that. I hear Brother Lorenzo talking about people that wanna be here tonight but can't because some of them are in the hospital. Mano Nando and Sister Maria, Sister Maria's sister Terry's, that is in bad shape. You think they want to be here right now sitting here? If we can't love the ones that are suffering right now and think about them and say, what can I do? What can, what, what can I do? How, you know, how, can, how can we receive this love? If we can't distribute or show this love, we, we, we receive it to distribute it. We receive it to distribute it. We receive it to distribute it. I, God bless some of y'all. God bless some. Some of y'all reach out to me sometimes because I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, what is it? Telegram, telegabe, tele, telegram. I didn't use the other one, so I'm not gonna even point to the sister that I used to say it. I'm not even looking over there right now. I'm not looking on the other side. <laughs> Some of y'all be reaching out to me for updates. Hey, have you heard anything new about? They're your brothers too. I ain't CNN. Nah, God bless y'all. You help me out sometimes to remind them. I'll reach out to them because they, they send a message out. It's courteous. I get it. Some of y'all say, you know, send the prayer emojis, do all this stuff. Some of y'all don't say anything at all. I, I ain't judging y'all. I hope y'all praying though. For your own good sake. Some of y'all ain't on the list. Get on the list. Get with Sister Jennifer. She helped me put all those numbers together. Because it's good to think of each other. To rejoice. Hey, I got good news. We're having a baby. I want to send that message out too. Hey, got a good income tax, do mistakes. I want to get that message too. I want to share it with everyone. Don't be afraid. We got to understand that we, we don't have that much time here. And we waste that time when we start to lose our identity and our esteem, our value. God loves you so much that he's gotten you to hear, to hear his voice saying, I love you. I love you. You can't even imagine what I see for you. You can't even imagine how precious you are to me. 
I don't care. Seriously? I had, I had a woman here. I had a woman at my feet that they were about to stone from adultery. I, I had a man that I could still smell the blood in the ground that I had him pull out my people out of Egypt. Mistakes? I can handle mistakes. Can you handle my love? Because you keep on going back to your mistakes. When I'm wanting to get past the mistakes, and I want to get to where I can use you. David, 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 come from the field. Oh, you guys didn't even call me. Oh, man, you guys are always doing this. Did he come in like a little, throw a little tantrum? No, he came right in. And Samuel, he's the one. Huh? The boy. I know. I'll make sense to you now, but you wait to see this boy. There's a king inside this boy. Oh, man, and we learned so much from David. The struggles we learned from David. You can't learn from people if they're always successful. Uh, you see, see, some of y'all don't want to hear this. Some of y'all are like, oh, yeah, that's why I got to, I read Fortune 500 magazines and I watch this. And it's all about the guy that, no, no, I want to learn about the guy that lost it all. What did he do? I want to learn about, I want to learn about the, the person that, that struggled and now is successful. I want that person to mentor me because I can't just see the top of Mount Everest, right, to know how he got there. Sometimes we're just, we've set standards so high that we don't understand that God got them there through the struggle. And he's getting us there through the struggle. Amen. Oh, God, help us. Help us to see this, God. We're too, is it, is it too much us, God? Is it too much us? It's not loving us. It's just too much us. John 15, 13, greater love has no one. Greater love has no one than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Now, now, I am a friend of God. Why am I a friend of God? I am a friend. See, some of y'all, I am a friend. He calls me friend. I don't even know why he calls you friend. Because he hung on a cross for you. He laid his life because he wanted to show you his love. That's a friend right there. Oh, man, I mean, some of us, some of us, you know, I, I heard somebody say one time, some of us are, are unlovable. You're unlovable. That's a God. In moments in our lives, we sometimes feel that, right? I can't love you. Just go for me. Right? We get angry. Not to God. God's like, man, you're perfect. This anger you got, and we're going to use it. It's gonna, it's, we're, going the long, we're going the Jacob route. Let's go the Jacob route. Oh, you'll, you'll, you'll marry the ugly sister. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to struggle at the work for the next one, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're going to be afraid that your brother's going to kill you because your brother was a man. And you, how it says, worked in the tents with your mama. Or we, our identity can start to be very clearly. And see, Jesus came because, see, I love this, too, because I think we miss this with Jesus. Because, see, we put Jesus and we're like, ah, Jesus. But Jesus was all human. But, see, Jesus stayed constantly thinking about his purpose here. 
His love was his focus. Jesus being all human, being he could be tempted. Remember who, who took him to the wilderness? The devil took him to the wilderness. See, come on, come on, get, get, wake up, brothers and sisters, right now. You, see, this is where you start to lose you because you're like, come on, the, the devil took him to the wilderness because he was going to tempt him because he was all man. You think the devil's going to take God to the wilderness? No, he took Jesus to the wilderness because he's like, oh, okay, God, you're here on earth, but you're all man right now. So let's take you and tempt you like I'm going to tempt the people after you. But Jesus said, no, 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 because this is the difference here. I'm going to teach the people after me how to defeat you. So much love he had for us. Some of us lose interest in him. He never loses interest in us. Some of us get tired of this, this world, but he doesn't get tired of serving us. And he don't sleep. Some of us are tired and he's up all night watching over you, controlling your heart. But nothing doesn't happen to you. But something can happen when you're in front of a doctor. It's like, not yet. It's not safe yet. Your next doctor visit. You don't see how much he loves you. So much love he has for us. But why do we feel alone? Why do we not, we not feel this love? This mercy, this grace was bestowed upon us. The devil has told you you're something. The devil has made you believe something else. And Jesus is screaming, yelling, trying to just make you see for a second that you're not weak, that you're stronger with him, that it's not over. And when you're at the bottom, it's the beginning. Redefine it, reshape it, do it different. Mercy, you want to hear about mercy? Mercy is, it's coming back after giving your life and seeing the people you were with going back to their old ways and fishing. After you just saw them, you just saw them. You just showed them. You just showed them. Hey, you just showed them the scars. You walked into the room. You walked into the room that they were locked up because they were afraid they were going to die and they were going to be hanging on a cross. And they're all sitting there and they're like, oh, man, they killed him. They killed the guy. They killed the guy. Lock the door. Check the door. People are coming. People are coming. And Jesus just shows right through the door and he shows up and he says, what y'all doing? You, 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 you missed it. Oh, okay, okay. We got it. He leaves and what do they do? Go back to doing what they goes back. But he said something that night. See, see, you, you, you guys don't get it. See, you, you know how I get up here and I'm able to preach with knowing that I got struggles. You think my struggles get me? Oh, I can't go up there and talk to them. Oh, I'm this, I'm that. No, because I still see the disciples after sitting down and Jesus walking through a door. 
They go back to fishing. Peter goes back to what he knows how to do, and it's fish. And then Jesus says, you know what? That night I told you I was going to send you something. Revelation, a comforter. Because apparently, me being around you and seeing me wasn't sufficient. Now I got to get in you. Me being in you will do it. Now we see Peter. We see James. We see the disciples. John, Matthew. We start to see the form. You know what's so crazy? You know what's so crazy? You ain't even you you, you don't know crazy until you read the Bible. That the guys that weren't even fishermen were fishing. Oh, you don't want to hear this, do you? You don't want to hear it. You got guys that were tax collectors, business guys in suits that God picked, and they're over there. Because they're like, Peter's doing it. <laughs> if Peter's doing it, I guess it's good enough for me. Well, didn't you used to make me doing other stuff? Yeah, but it's God. They didn't see it until something was allowed, until they received it. Some of us are struggling with rejecting this Holy Spirit that just wants to come in and define us, make us, make us new. We're holding it back. I hold you back, Holy Spirit. I hold you back. Oh, you know, th this isn't the way you receive the Holy Spirit. It's understanding His love and how it's bestowed on you is how we welcome it. It even says, it says that you, people try to honor me with, with, with their lips and sacrifice is not what I'm looking for. God wants to look at us and, and understand that he loves us. And this is where the hope comes. This is where the change can come. This is where you don't have to plan out your 2018. It's planned already. He loved you. He loved you when he called you and he'll love you till he takes you. Why are we looking for signs of this love? It was enough. sign of salvation the closer we get to him the more revelation we get of what we're lacking and what he can feel fill me up Lord fill me up Jesus because I can barely get here my tank's empty fill me up right now God fill me up Jesus that, that I can see this love and this hope fill me up God fill me Jesus Help me to see you, Jesus. Oh, some of us are struggling. Psalms 139.13, amen. For thou hast for thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me. Listen to, listen to David here. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. 
verse 14. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully, listen to this, come on, and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that, thy, and that my soul knoweth right well. David, David, it took a lot, David, to get you to a point to realize that it wasn't your family that was going to define you in this world. It was going to be me replacing the hurt, making you see how much value, how much love I have for you. I, you know, I, I, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder where, where it was. I wonder where it was for David. I mean. I wonder where it was. I mean, because, you know, we've all grown up in families, and, and, and in some cases, you know, we, we, we fight for what? Tension, right? Right? I'm a 40-year-old man, and there's text messages where I hear Lorenzo, favorito, and it bugs me. I'm a 40-year-old man. It's tu favorito, mama. I'm a grown man, but we're always fighting for the attention of those that love us. God's saying, I love you so much, you don't need to do this. You don't need to do this. I got you, there's no, there, I got you. You, you. You've seen it, you've seen it. We're, you know, we, we, we get up and we testify about his love, his mercy, his grace. But we seem to forget it. Let's all stand up, brothers and sisters. I'm concerned with response to positive things it usually shows the depth of loss loss of identity we have an opportunity brothers and sisters just to welcome God into our hearts and ask him God you know help me God to realize what this love is that sometimes I lack. I, 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 you know, you know, you know, you know, with young people, you, you, you don't even know about young people. Oh, you don't, you guys don't, you, you might have raised them, but you don't know about them. You, you, young people have this, <laughs> it's such a, you know, when I was working with young people, I started seeing, man, everywhere I was, I would see how the, how the world would, would profit from this. <laughs> They start searching for this love. And, and they're searching so much on devices and, and uh, you know, nobody's, they, they, they took that literally, right? If nobody's going to love me, I'm going to love myself. Click, 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 click. New, new outfit, click. New bag, click. New car, click. New shoes, click. 
Uh, you don't know anything about that. I mean, y'all, so the problem is that you got, you're living in a world that that's what it is. So if you don't know nothing about it, it doesn't mean that you're safer, man. You got to pray for this because we got young people here that are so hungry for this love. They'll sometimes go to dreams and hurt themselves because they're searching for it. And God's like, man, if I could just get in there, if I can get in there before you have your Jacob moment. See, we can't replace this love from God with lust of the world. This love from God is complete. It's powerful. It gives you this strength that it don't matter who's in the room, when God's in you, when God's for you, No matter what the, I mean, read the story of Esther. It don't matter what the enemy devices against you. That same will be used on them. Come on. You don't know. You don't know who your God is. Because you're failing to get into the word. He's the same God of Esther. You want to talk about self-esteem? Look at Ruth. She was a smelly woman from the field. She was honoring God, picking up after so she could provide for her mother. You want to see strength? You want to see people that bought into who God we serve was get into the scriptures. These people can teach us about esteem, being loved. No, 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 no. I go with you and I serve your God. The person that was discouraged was being encouraged by Ruth. God help us to see this that you have. Start to, you know, God just starts telling me, Samson. Ah, oh, you don't know nothing about Samson. You don't know nothing about Samson. Samson. He gets taken away what he thought, what he thought the outer side was, the strength, until it was revealed that the love God had for him is what was allowing him to defeat the obedience that he had. And the moment he remembered that, I don't think his hair was to his, but his heart was captured again. His heart. Where are you at right now? Are you are you are you fatigued? Are you tired? Do you see yourself right now? How do you see yourself right now? 
Because God sees you as precious. Some of us are struggling with our esteem right now. Our self-worth. Our hope. I love you so much. It's beyond a cross, brothers and sisters. It's beyond a cross. The cross is where it began. It didn't only end there. The resurrection came and his life, abundance came for us. He proved how much he loved us at the cross. He proved it. He said, you need a statement? I'll make it in blood. It is worth to us is love he bestowed in the father he is to us. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Jesus. We come before you, Father. Some of us are lost right now, Lord. We're lost in this world. The affliction of this world, Lord, is we're lost with respect that we feel we are owed, Lord, that we deserve. We've been burned, Lord. We've been burned by this life, Lord. We've been burned in situations and relationships, Lord. We've been burned, Jesus. We've been burned, Lord, at times because we've hold you at a standard, Lord, and, and we think, Lord, that you're at our becking call at things, Lord, but you're working through us. And as I said, Lord, even when you don't do something, you're doing something. Our season, Lord. Our season, Lord, let us get through these difficult ones, Lord, but let us take something from them, Jesus. Take a strength, Lord. We cannot set a standard, Lord, that we accept, expect more from you, Jesus, than we're willing to offer to you, Jesus. We're here to offer our hearts to you, Jesus. I'm asking you, Father, for guidance, Lord, and wisdom in this love, this love that you've defined to us, Lord. You loved us so much, Lord. You loved us so much that you left your throne, Lord. And you died a death, Lord, a painful death, Jesus. Knowing what it would feel like, knowing what it would be like, Lord Jesus, you still went through it, Lord, when people mocked you, rejected you as Messiah. Your love prevailed, Jesus. And we're here today, Lord, because of your love. Your love has spoken to our hearts today, Lord. Your love has spoken to places, Lord, that we're hurting still, Lord, from, from a childhood, Lord. From a marriage, Lord, from a broken relationship, from brokenness, Lord. Your love has healed these things, Lord, and, and your love is now starting to redefine ourselves, Lord. Our self-worth. I'm asking you, Lord, that you just... Clothe us with this love and mercy, Lord, like you did Adam and Eve. We've come here with failures, Lord. We come here with struggles, Lord. We come here with just sin in our lives, Lord. But now we know, Jesus, that your love can overcome this sin. And though 
though, Jesus, though this could be the fourth, the fifth, the 20th time that you're speaking to us at the altar, Lord, though this has happened, Lord, we've seen in the Bible, Lord, your mercy, Jesus, your mercy to those that you walked with, Jesus. You spoke. They saw your miracles, Lord. They saw you open up the Red Sea, Jesus. They saw the plagues hit the city, Jesus. And yet they doubted you, Lord, and what you could do for them, Lord Jesus. But we're asking your spirit to penetrate us, Lord, so we can see you beyond what we see in ourselves, Lord. And your spirit can guide us, Jesus. Let your spirit guide us, Lord. Let it take us to another level, Lord. We offer our hearts to you, Jesus. Guide us, Jesus. Guide our hearts. Fix our marriages, Lord. Fix our relationships, Lord. Fix our our actions towards others, Lord. Because we know you're fixing everything outside of here, Lord. We're asking you to fix us, Jesus. So we can better represent you, Lord, in everything. We ask this, Lord, in your precious and holy name. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. You know, God is good. God is God has brought us here, brothers and sisters, to just to receive more from him, understand who he can be for us, Lord. Nada es imposible, amen. I'm going to ask Sister Gabby to sing this song right here. With this song, we're going to be dismissed, brothers. God bless everyone.